Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce myself. Some of you may know me, and some of you may not. My name is Howard Finkel. I'm also known as The Fink, and I am the premier ring announcer in the World Wrestling Federation. The very best in wrestling today. Oh, yeah! New WCW Smash and Slam wrestlers. What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is it my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 38 of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews, and he's Garrett G. Money Mun. This week's episode is dedicated to Howard Finkel, Hall of Famer, the man who coined the term WrestleMania, and the voice of the WWE for many years. Our hearts go out to the family of the Fink, and with that being said, let us have a moment of silence for Howard Finkel. All right, so bit of a uh, downer this week in the uh, the wrestling world. Um, downer, obviously uh, sad fest. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah, it's it's definitely like it's definitely a black mark in the the history books this week. Uh, the passing of the Fink and uh, all the the major releases uh, that have happened this week is just. Ooh, it's heavy. So. Uh, but, um, but as always, we keep rolling on to try to bring you the best source of entertainment that we can give you each and every week. Um, with that, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Pod with two Ds, Twitter at Pod with one D, because we all know... I can't handle two Ds. No. <laughs> Uh, also like the Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Pod to stay up to date with all the happenings with the show. Any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail uh, can be sent to askrussellgeddon at gmail.com. Um, nudie pics, we can send to Carl's email since he's not on right now. Oh, yeah. But that's just dudes, though. He only wants naked pictures of dudes, no chicks. Yep. <laughs> but uh, the Tennessee Jesus will be joining us a little later. Um, as he is stuck at work, so you know he is an essential worker, just like everyone else. Everybody yeah, so, needs a little bit of Jesus. <clears throat> yep, such a joy being being essential in the time of quarantine. Yes, it is. Um, all right, so <clears throat> I don't really have anything to go over from last week at all. At least nothing in the notes. Yeah, nothing I can think of. And I can okay. think of. All right. And as always, before we jump into the news, um, with these dark times of quarantine, all that fun stuff, of course, there's no independent wrestling going on. And pretty much a lot of the wrestlers that were released this week from WWE all set up ProWrestlingTees.com stores. So go ahead and check those out if you want to support your favorite independent or recently released WWE superstar. Um, as always, like we support wrestling. Doesn't matter if it's independent, WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, NWA, Bingo Hall Wrestling. It, 
doesn't matter to us. Wrestling is wrestling, and it's pure entertainment. But these guys need to make a living as well. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com. Um, buy direct from your favorite wrestler, um, whether it be indie or, or not. Um, I'm sure there's something out there that um, has some sort of direct merchandise for them. So support them as best as you can. I know it's, it's rough times for all of us. Uh, with so many uh, people who thought they had essential jobs who no longer have any type of income. Um, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Uh, with that being said, let's uh, <clears throat> let's jump into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline... You may do so by dialing one 945 Okay, so aside from the there's been a couple other big things. Um, XFL is filed for bankruptcy. Yep. Which is not that big of a shocker, honestly, um, as you know, the revival of that company just Really, in its infancy stages, they only had like maybe what, like four or five games that they that they played. Um, maybe maybe a little bit more than that, but not not that many more. Yeah, it wasn't that many games. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know it was, how many. It was kind of rough though because I heard I personally didn't watch. Um, so I'm just I'm not a football fan anymore. Um, but from what I've heard, like the games are actually really good. They kind of corrected and didn't fall back onto what they did previously with the XFL. They kind of reworked the NFL rules and policies and stuff to make it work for them to make a little bit more fun. So, uh, from everything I've heard, the games are actually really enjoyable and fun to watch. So, they were indeed uh, awesome. Uh, what else we got? Other big news coming out. WWE 2K21 has been canceled. Um, instead, we will get a another type of WWE game release this year. Um, hopefully, it's not anything like that shitty Crush Hour game that came out years ago. Um, or we don't need another WCW Backstage Assault or Mayhem or any of that other shit. So, uh, hopefully, it's something decent. Um, maybe like do a... Like a- they should like a camp WWE uh, game. Have like all the wrestlers just like kids and you get to beat up other <laughs> kid wrestlers. Awesome. I would honestly be cool with um with like a WrestleFest type of game. Yeah. Something like That'd that. Cool. Or like you can know, arcade like beat them up like WrestleMania or something like that. So in your yeah, house. Cool that too. That'd be fun. Yeah. As long as it's not like, you know, like a Mortal Kombat type fighting game or something. So. No, 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 no. We don't they tried that. that too. Nobody that needs it. That didn't work very Nobody well. needs that. No <laughs> one wants that either. Uh, let's see what else I want to jump into. I don't want to jump into the releases yet, but let's talk about the uh, uh, Ronda Rousey's comments. Uh, basically telling the fans to go fuck themselves. Yeah, she cares more about the nice family. Way to put it. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Basically saying that she cares more about what her family thinks than what us um, ungrateful fans do. I mean, I under- I can understand that. But um, 
when you get thrown into the business and you have no business being in the business to begin with and like everyone can tell that you suck and you're being handed something by based on name value yeah fans are going to be a little ungrateful but uh, I honestly think it's a work I think she's I think she's gearing up for a comeback and I think she's going to pick up more of a uh, heel run than what she left off with at last year's Wrestlemania Yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of going back on it now and kind of really looking at everything, it's more more likely than anything. Uh, it, I mean, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't see it not being a character kind of getting her over the heel thing. But, I mean, I guess it could be. Maybe she does feel that way. <laughs> well, I kind yeah. of I think, too, like they're going to bring her back as a heel. I mean, you've got Shayna on the main roster who is a heel. I mean, the best thing for you to do is to pair her up with Shayna, bring up uh, Shafir and Duke, and give us what we want, and that's the WWE's horsewoman versus the MMA horsewoman. Yep. Like, how many years have we been talking about this? Too many. Yeah. Like, it's something that the fans want. It's something that fans will pay to see. You know, it's something that we need to do, um, or that WWE needs to do. I mean, it may be some time. We may not get it till next year, depending on how the uh, whole quarantine situation goes. But you never know. Definitely not hoping, holding, my, putting my uh, hopes up for a SummerSlam match, but maybe the Survivor Series at the at the earliest. But it's definitely WrestleMania caliber. Hmm. Um, let's see what else we got I think they explained more of the NXT championship tournament on NXT this week uh, but it's pretty much eight superstars are split into two groups so four uh, superstars will compete against each other each of the three other members of their group uh, the superstar with the best record each group will advance to the championship match um, any ties will be broken by head-to-head record. And the winner of Group A will face the winner of Group B to determine the interim NXT Cruiserweight champion. Um, like we said last week, there I really don't see Kushida not winning this. No. Um, but the unfortunate thing is with the recent releases, Drake Maverick, these will be his last set of matches. Um which the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament was pre-taped, it looks like. so. That'll be interesting. Definitely. And a bit of AEW news. Um, AEW is going to go ahead and do a live double or nothing uh, Saturday, May 23rd, 8 p.m. So that will be live on pay-per-view after the company had stated that they – are not going to do any live events and they're going to, you know, they had everything pre-taped and, you know, just for the safety of their performers, apparently they are lying piece of shit too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, now wrestling is essential work. So they're allowed to do live events now, at least in the state of Florida. Yep. Geniuses. I'll tell you. Oh man. Okay. So let's get into the depressing part. Um, recent releases this week. I mean, 
from the amount of talent that they released, it was $4 million that they're projected to be recouping from releasing all this talent. Um, with the exception of Gallows and Anderson, pretty much everybody that's on here, and Deanna Perrazzo, hasn't been on TV in a while. Um, and Leo Rush. Leo Rush has been on TV. But, um, like, everybody else. Like, when's the last time that we saw EC3 on TV or... Um, well, I guess Rowan has been on recently too, but Primo and Epico were two of the names that were released. When's the last time you saw yep. Primo and Epico on anything? Yep. This has been at least like three years since I've seen Primo and Epico on TV at all. Yeah, for sure. And then I know Mike and Maria. Okay. Just, just about all these guys, all these people. Uh, Sarah Logan. I mean, Sarah Logan was just on Raw. I would say Sarah Logan was just on Raw. I mean, technically Rusev hasn't been off TV that long. Yeah, I know Rusev is one of the ones, probably pretty much the only one on this list that has actively been trying to get out of their contract. Besides, I think Mike and Maria tried to get out of their contracts too, and they signed, but for like a higher sum. And Rusev and Lana resigned too for like a bigger amount, but. Actively trying to get out of his contract. Yeah. Um, it was released earlier today, too, that all the talent that was released does have a 90 day no compete clause. Um, the only ones that actually do not have a 90 day no compete clause uh, who were actually released last Friday are the Revival. So they, honestly, if anybody is in the position of signing new talent, um, the revival can be signed at any time now. Which, if AEW ending on still doing double or nothing on May twenty third, I honestly would not be surprised to see the revival show up on double or nothing. Me either. Will, will they change their names too? Is it Cash Hardwood and uh, Dash Dawson? <laughs> I think. Dash Dawson. I think so. <laughs> All right. Dash Dawson. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I don't know. It's Dash Dawson. I don't know. was like hardwood. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of them is 100% hardwood. Because I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot remember what they changed their names to, but. Uh, they have a shirt released on pro wrestling, pro com that pretty much shows I'm standing there and it's kind of like the, uh, infinity war effect with them, like fading out, like into like little dust particles with the, That's uh, awesome. you plainly see the SmackDown. Um, it was one of the WWE. Titles. I think it's the SmackDown tag titles draped over their shoulders as they're kind of like fading out, but kind of see like the glimpses of like the blue, blue or red strap that's on there. So, Oh, uh, let's see. Most of the talent was released. Uh, there were some producers that were furloughed. Um, so pretty much Billy Kidman, Mike Rotunda, Pat Buck, Fit Finley, Sean Devari, Scott Armstrong, Sarah Stock, Shane Holmes, and Lance Storm. Um, looks like that's going to go through at least, I think it was June. Then they'll reassess the situation um, again at that point just to see uh, where we're at and if they're running live events again or anticipating running live events anytime in the near future. 
um, as far as like actual crowd attended live events. Um, but that's yeah, it was pretty much a, a very depressing. Yeah, I mean, I saw you put Mike Kyoto on here. I was upset. Who's been Mike with Kyoto. WWE since he had a? Yeah, he's been with oh. WWE since I think. 2005 or 6, something like that. Somewhere around there. I know he's been there a long-ass time. So. Yeah, he's been there since like 2005, 2006, something like that. It was just, it's just crazy. Been a long time. Yep. Um, on. It was just... Yep. So much, but... The, uh, I think the other one that's not listed on here is uh, Royce. Yep. Yeah, because Zack Ryder, Peyton Royce wasn't listed on here. I mean, you know, they released Peyton, but hey, weird. Is it if it's because of uh, Peyton's ties with AEW? Weird. Yeah, I mean it's possible. And the same with uh, Azo, of course, is tied to Marty. So. Like, but I don't see them well, like Marty. See any issues? I mean, if they're gonna, if they're doing shit like that, I mean, come on. I mean, technically they do the same thing at Adam Cole, but I guess fucking Britt Baker oh, isn't as important. Or what's her name? Yeah, it's what I'm saying. Cole's money. I know. Ah, but the, but the later though. Yeah. They're disappointing. Like a lot of these guys aren't. Like, I mean, he's got he's got kids, man. He's got kids. He's got what, like thirteen kids in this trailer. Something like, like that. All right, man. Like Slater, what, what's going to happen with these kids? And he's Slater, man. Like, it's rough. Rough times from a man. He's Slater. Uh, who recently who liked one of my tweets last week um, after WrestleMania? Was the oh, that's cool for, for IC champ, but uh, now it's like he's Slater for any type of wrestling job. But I really think, and when things get back to somewhat of a normal circumstance, I can see a lot of these guys being brought back into WWE or being picked up by like AEW or Ring of Honor, Impact, or NWA. Like, I would love to see Gallows and Anderson do a little stint in NWA before going to, like, AEW or back to Japan or something. I think Gallows and Anderson taking on, like, the Dawsons. The Dawsons. I mean, I, I don't mind the wild cards. The wild cards are not yeah, that bad. Be a good matchup, too. So, even yep. with that, too, like, you have... So, say you take... um. Man, it's kind of rough looking at this, but like, say, like EC3, Eric Young, Drake Maverick, put all them in NWA. Yep. Like, how much would that like boost up NWA's roster with just those three people alone? Yeah, it would. Or even, and then even EC3, even if he lands in like AEW, like it's it's going to be a pretty big boost for AEW. And I know, like, they're, like, not interested in signing WWE guys, but, you know, 
I don't really think he's a WWE guy, though. I mean, he basically made his his name an impact. Outside of NXT, he did nothing on the main roster. Yeah, I know. Like, he didn't even win the NXT championship. No. Like, he was in NXT, in NXT, NXT for, like, then he was on the main roster, walking around with a solo cup doing nothing. So, I mean, at least they could have paired him and Drake Maverick together and had a tag team. But yeah, like, I don't know. It's, it's weird, like how how they just don't think about doing stuff like this. But like you look at like Ryder and Hawkins, like these guys are they're talented people, and I'm not just saying that because they're like two of my favorite wrestlers. Like they're really talented in the ring, and they can bring a lot to any promotion that they go to. Any one of these guys on this list. Could it could definitely be an asset to some of these smaller promotions? Well, I honestly, Primo and Apico, I, I see them working more for their dad in Puerto Rico than um, bouncing around anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Mike and Maria, no problem finding work. Rusev will get picked up. Uh, Rowan, I'm not too sure about. I'm kind of on the fence with Rowan. I don't see him really. I mean, the only thing I could say with Rowan is if Harper really liked him that much, he could bring him to AEW. Yeah. And put him, have him, his muscle in the dark order. <laughs> I mean, never know. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Man, AEW's women's division could definitely benefit from uh, Deanna, Sarah Logan, even Maria. Yeah. Like would bring some credibility to AEW's women's division. Yeah. I agree. Let's start trend on Twitter. Sign Sarah. (laughs) Sign Sarah. (laughs) Hashtag AEW needs Sarah Logan. (laughs) (laughs) That's a deal. All right. So, um, that's going to wrap it up for the main news portion. Uh, we're going to jump into the points of articulation. These are dolls, and they're certainly not teddy bears. WCW Power Slam wrestlers, figures and rings sold separately. Really don't have a lot this week. It's kind of like with everything being kind of halted, there's not too much going on. But uh, we'll get into that. And yeah. Uh, let's see. So it looks like uh, the classic Freddie Blassie and Billy Graham figures are up for pre-order on uh, Walmart.com. And that's pretty much the biggest news chunk for this week. So, I mean, there's not really anything else. So, um, I did happen to pick up Peyton Royce. Um, I know you picked up Mandy. Mandy. Did you, gotta... uh, did you unbox, did you unbox yeah. Mandy yet? No, I got to find me an Otis, and then, you know, I got to pair them together. <laughs> well, I guess, gotta, boy, um, wait, hold on. I guess I need an Otis and a Nia Jax so I can recreate that video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I do have, um, I've got Peyton and Billy Kay sitting here. Um, there, I will drop a uh, unboxing video on those in the next few days. Um. Well, sometime in the near future, not you know, put a uh, time frame on that because it all depends on when I have time to actually film it. 
Um, but we are going to give away. I do have an extra Billy K. And we're going to give that away. Oh, yeah, buddy. So, um, but here's the, the steps, the stipulations, and the deets on, on this Billy K giveaway. Um, one, you must be following at Pod on Twitter. Uh, you're going to need to retweet the pinned post with the answer to the question that I'm about to ask you and the hashtag iconic giveaway. And iconic has to be spelled with two I's to be eligible. That's the only hashtag I'm looking for. If it's spelled with one I, I'm, I ain't looking for that. It has to be two I's, like iconics, like Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, the iconics. So it's got to be two I's. So it's iconic giveaway. That's the hashtag with the answer to this question. And the question is, when was the last televised match the Iconics had and who were their opponents? So, again, if you know the, if, if you know the answer, I mean, you can Google the answer too. I don't care. Um, it's, it's kind of a tough question. So, um, But to be eligible, you have to follow at Pod on Twitter. Um, your account has to be public because we're not going to see the hashtag if your account's not public. You have to retweet the pin post and hashtag iconic giveaway with the answer in your retweet. That's all you got to do. Easy peasy. And then we will announce the winner on uh, next week's edition. And then we will get yep. that sent out to, to that person. So it's actually it is sitting here. It's all boxed up, ready to go. It just needs a, a shipping label. So good luck. Good luck to you all. <laughs> uh, so that being said, uh, we're going to take a brief break and we will be back with our uh, get in the ring segment. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. So, um, SmackDown this week, um, which again, I didn't watch SmackDown, but, <laughs> uh, Luckily, I did. you did fabulous. So, <laughs> um, Alexa bliss and Nikki cross defended their titles against the Kabuki warriors in a rematch from WrestleMania. Um, of course, Alexa and Nikki cross picked up the win on that one. Um, unfortunately, Kyrie Sane was one of the names that was released. So, 
Um, no more Kabuki Warriors. I'm very upset about that. Wow. Honestly, because I, I love me some Kabuki Warriors. So. Me too. So, now I got to track down that damn Kyrie Sane figure before the thing fucking skyrockets. You know. Oh, what else we have in the um, Dolph Ziggler took on Tucky. 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 So we're going to continue the uh, Otis and Dolph Ziggler thing for a little bit. Which I guess isn't too bad because Otis Otis is very entertaining. He's definitely the Shawn Michaels of of heavy machinery. That for sure. Uh, so I think they're saw- doing uh, Mandy and Sonya next week or on or tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Well, that should be fun. Fun. Fun indeed. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, we have the debut of the Forgotten Sons, which honestly, I'd kind of forgotten that they've been around. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, their, their slogan is forgotten no more, but they're always forgotten. So. Uh, when's the last time for- we saw them on NXT? Like, honestly, yeah, it's been forever. Probably the Dusty Road Tag Team Tournament, which I don't even remember if they were in that. I think they were, and I think it was like the first round, though. I'm sure they probably got eliminated first round. I think so. If they were even in it, <sighs> who knows? And then we had uh, Strowman take on Nakamura and a very lackluster matchup. From what I what I read, <sighs> very disappointing. Like I'm not, I'm not mad that Strowman's like Universal Champion, but I mean, with that news that we talked about last week, with the with the possibility of Jeff Hardy dethroning Goldberg as Universal Champion, and then we get the alternative of Strowman, it's it's very disheartening and disappointing, knowing that what almost was going to be coming out of WrestleMania and what we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I mean, it does seem like uh, with these vignettes they're doing a Jeff Hardy that they're going to push him pretty hard. So, maybe, maybe. Well, that's pretty much a given because they've always, like, it's anytime that they split up Matt and Jeff, like Jeff always got that huge skyrocketed push because yep. he's the one that sold a lot of tools. He sold more merchandise. He was the more one, and they never really put that that faith in the Matt Hardy, which I've always been more of a Matt Hardy fan than a Jeff Hardy fan than a Jeff fan. So, especially now, since Matt has you know the whole broken Matt Hardy thing, and how much that's taken off over the last few years, and like how much WWE just tried to kill it and then, you know, take them back to the, Oh, let's go back to school hardies. Yeah. They can't do half the shit that they used to do. Like, so we can't have old school hardies. I want like the world wanted broken Matt and brother Nero, not, you know, 1999 Matt and Jeff Hardy. But the uh, Monday Night Raw, like very heavily featured around Selena Vega's New World Order. I don't know what they're calling this group, but I'm calling it the VWO, Vega's World Order. 
So they <laughs> pretty much dominated like the entire night. And they, the match between McIntyre and Andrade that closed out the show was amazing. Which I saw Rollins came out there and curb stomped him. Oh, twice. Yeah. Twice. So we're getting uh going forward with uh, McIntyre and Rollins. Refuse over the WWE title, which I'm not mad about. So it should be some should be a pretty good match when that happens. Some kind of yep. interest to see where it goes next week. So well, um, that that's pretty much the, the gist of it of Raw and, and the Viking Raiders pretty much making it clear that they are um, wanting the, the Street Profits and the Raw tag team titles. Um <laughs> which Bianca pretty much told uh told the Prophets that they need to uh, start taking the Viking Raiders seriously because every time they've gotten in the ring with them, they've got the asses whooped. Mm. (laughs) I love it. I mean, she's got a point. Has a point. Oh, what else we got? Uh, No new NWA content this week, but next week, 6.05, the debut match of Camille. And Camille is going to speak. Awesome. So we have new NWA content next week. So I'm super did excited you see about you, that. Did you see what they put on NWA this week, though? Was it the uh, the road to the um, the Crockett Cup, right? From last it year, it was the they did the whole entire match of uh, Aldis and match. yeah, and Smarty. Nice. Yeah, that they actually phenomenal. had the match on there and stuff too. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys want to watch a phenomenal match between two guys. There you go. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to the rematch, though. So. Whenever, yeah, whenever, whenever, whenever we get it. Yep. It's like NWA is definitely one of those ones that they're, they're not going to be able to run like an empty arena show, even with like Billy Corrigan smashing pumpkins money. There's no way they're going to be able to run that type of event. So, nope. They're very dependent on ticket sales. So, uh, Let's see. NXT this week, we had um, a pretty stellar segment between Finn Balor and the Velveteen Dream. So we're getting those two next week. Uh, Balor did face uh, face um, Igner from um, Imperium and picked up the win on that, continuing uh, Balor's feud with Walter and Imperium. Uh, we saw Dexter Loomis in action, uh, pretty much squash match on that one. Uh, Timothy Thatcher uh, replaced um, Pete Dunn in the uh, tag team championship match that main evented the show. Pretty solid, solid match up there. Yeah. The uh, fill-in for Pete Dunn, so... It was a great match. And then uh, ended the show with uh, Tommaso Ciampa getting ready to pretty much end the feud with Johnny Gargano. And he was jumped by um, the now Karrion Cross, of course, formerly known as Killer Cross. So that should be very interesting, seeing all that play out between Ciampa and Cross over the next few weeks. Yeah, that would be really good. Um, what else now? I'm saying now it's a bunch of stuff for next week's NXT 2 which um, aside from Balor and Velveteen 
There was a women's tag team match with Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart uh, taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, um, which Tegan defeated Raquel this week, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was like a roll-up yeah, or something. I don't, I don't know if she did or not. But yeah, I yeah. think so. Um, I, know I also Shotzi know came that out. Um, didn't Tazawa beat... Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott this week too. Yes. Yep. For the, um, one of the first matches in the NXT Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Forgot to put that on there too. So that's exciting. That was actually a really great match. I can't believe I forgot to mark that on here. So that was actually one of the few matches I didn't fast forward through this week. <laughs> I pretty much watched four hours of wrestling in an hour. <laughs> So you didn't watch the Matt Riddle match? I did. Yeah. I watched the majority of that one. I said, did you hear Matt's Bobby Fish? He's like, hey, Bobby, I got a question for you. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to answer no questions. <laughs> I just want to know how much fish can Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. I was dying. <laughs> Oh, good lord. That was so great. Uh, let's see what else happened. Uh, AEW, we had the uh, uh, Colt Cabana take on Lance Archer in the uh, first round matchup for the TNT Championship title, uh, which saw Anter, Anter, Archer advance to the next round. Um, pretty entertaining matchup, I gotta say. Even on that, it's pretty good. <laughs> yep. I'm just, just not a Lance Archer fan. Like, like we were talking about this earlier like I didn't like him in TNA as Lance Hoyt I didn't like him in WWE as Vance Archer and I don't like him as Lance Archer like I just I, it's one of those guys that I just I can't get behind like just can't do it like even in TNA when they paired him up with um, oh I can't remember who they, who they paired him up with but it was him and Christy Hemi was their manager and they were doing like some rock band shit They'd come out with like the guitar hero rock band guitars and they'd like act like they're freaking rock stars. Like, like even that, it was just like stupid and like, like it was a stupid entertaining get behind him as a character or a wrestler. And I just, I still can't. So. But, uh, Cole Cabana, love me some Cole Cabana. So, boom, boom, <clears throat> boom, boom, baby. Boom, boom, baby. Uh, Sammy Guevara took on an uh, independent dude, picked up the win on that one. Um, oh, yeah, who was it? Uh, Jimmy Havoc helped uh, Kip Sabian pick up the win over Sexy Chucky T. So I think we're going to end up seeing uh, Havoc and Sabian versus uh, Chuck Taylor yeah. and Trent Trent. <clears throat> no, no, no. no, 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 no. Next no, week, no, no. we get Jimmy Havoc versus Orange Cassidy, baby. Oh, yeah. I missed that. So that's, yeah. uh, that's exciting. Yeah. Television debut of Orange Cassidy, like wrestling. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to that, then. <clears throat> Heck, yeah. All week next week. Just on that alone, that's like going to make AEW's entire night. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I ain't gonna lie. I love the fact that uh, 
that Billy Gunn and his son are both at ringside because they're fucking hilarious. <laughs> and then they had their little uh, their little so child next to him. Russell. <laughs> yeah, they had their little child next to him. Like, is it nice? <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh, Marco. When are they when are they actually gonna wrestle? Like, yeah, I don't know. When are we? Honestly, I, I was the way they'd be kind of like going with like uh, Sean Spears, like egging him on. I thought maybe like we'd finally figure out who. Sean Spears' partner is going to be, and they wrestle, but they haven't really done anything with that. It's be Marco Stunt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> oh man! So we closed out AW with uh, John Moxley defeating Jack Hager, Jake Hager, Jack Swagger. What the fuck you want? Another person I can ever get behind. Yeah. Like there are some some bits of his Jack Swagger run that I enjoyed, but like, yeah, he's still one yeah. of those people. Guys, like, he's impressive in the ring, but he just doesn't really have the charisma to back it up. So. Yep. Yeah, it's those things. It's like you either have the charisma or you don't. It's not something like, oh, yeah, you know. Oh man, well, that that's kind of rough. Oh, uh, so we rolled through this pretty quickly. So, have you watched any of the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring stuff? No, I know I'm disgraceful, terrible man. Like we forgot, forgot to talk about it last week, <clears throat> which I did the uh, the brawl for all episode. So I don't know if you remember that at all. Nope, okay. no idea. So. Man, if Carl needs to be on here, I know Carl will remember it. <laughs> Basically, the brawl for all was some like shitty boxing thing that they set up, like a tough man contest. And it was all mastermind by Vince Russo to prove that JBL wasn't a badass. That's amazing. Yep. So which the final... Mean, which, if we're going to be honest, JBL isn't a badass, but go ahead. But the tournament came down to Bart Gunn and JBL. Of course. And uh, Bart. I believe we have a resurrection. Oh. The, the, oh, uh, the Tennessee Jesus. Wait, us. At like the perfect time. We were just talking about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, uh, we're talking about last week's um, Dark Side of the Room. Oh, the, um, the uh, documentary? Yeah. The Brawl for All. Yeah. The Brawl for All. Yeah, yeah. Was, I was all masterminded by Russo to prove that JBL wasn't a badass. <laughs> yeah, that oh, was kind of cr- weird. It was like his whole, the whole reason behind the whole thing was like, yeah, JBL said he could beat up everybody and, uh, so I want to prove him wrong. <laughs> yeah. It, it just further proves my point that Vince Russo is a shit stain on the world of professional wrestling. I mean, he did give us, like, Val Venus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he also gave us all that weird shit with Goldust, too. So, <laughs> all those weird-ass outfits when they paired up Goldust with 
Turn them into a character. Check your uh, check your cord, uh, Chris. I think you're. Can can you hear me, Garrett? I hear you perfectly fine. Yeah, you're okay. you're coming clear. I, yeah. I just was hearing like a lot of static on Chris's end. Um, I didn't know if it was just my. No, I hear it too. Or... I hear a little bit of it too. Okay. Yeah, I still kind of hear it, Chris. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still bad. So, uh, Chris, what did you think of the Brawl for All uh, when you first, like, like back in the day when you first watched it? What was that? What did you, what did you think of, like, the Brawl for All? Like, because me, like, I thought the Brawl for All was a work. I, at this time, like, in my life, I already knew wrestling was, like, scripted. So, I thought, I thought the Brawl for All was, like, a work. And I'm like... These are pretty shitty fights. <laughs> I didn't know that they were actually like boxing for real. I, I thought it was like all kayfabe. I didn't watch them. Like I, I turned the channel. Oh, you didn't watch W. So, uh, it's like I don't want to watch fucking boxing. I don't watch wrestling. So, like, like I may have maybe like watched like a couple of them. Like if WCW was on a commercial, but like I, anytime they came on, like. If I, I mean, you at least seen Butterbeam and uh, Bart Gunn at WrestleMania. Oh, right? yeah, I did see that. Butterbeam knocks his ass out. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, see, like, naive me, I thought that was, like, all the work. And I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 I was like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> they could at least let Bart get some hits in. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I was it was kind of interesting to hear like the actual whole like background of how the brawl for all started and like just I just like knew like looking back at it now like you can see that it just has like even before that episode like everything that you know about Vince Russo you could definitely tell that it, that had his handprints like all over it. You know? Yeah, I definitely try to forget about it. I forgot about it really until they like brought it up, and then I was like, "Like holy shit!" Like I started remembering it, and I was like, "Yeah, I remember watching this as a kid. Like this is pretty bad wrestling." <laughs> oh, and then like I didn't realize that 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 killed um Steve Williams' career. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And I was like, "Damn!" Like they they literally they brought him in, and he was supposed to feud with Austin, but they put him in the stupid brawl for all and just completely killed his career. I mean, he pretty much killed uh, Bart, Bart Gunn's career, too. Like, yeah. if he got beat up by Butterbean, like, nobody's gonna really take him as, like, a badass or anything. Yep. Man, that was rough. Um, yeah, so this week we had um, the uh, Jimmy Snuka murder story. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. 
so they they really went into this one from the uh, it was like 1983 i think it was when he uh, murdered the chick in the hotel room so you think he done it all that evidence and everything that they went over in this episode, like there, there's no doubt in my mind that he was responsible for, you know, the head trauma that actually that killed her. So, so I just don't think he was in the right state of mind to realize what had actually happened. You know, between all the cocaine and all the other shit that he was doing at the time. Yeah. That was that was rough, though. But, but like all these all these like documentaries, like this whole series is like really well put together, and it's just like even on these the subjects like something like this, like with it being someone like Snooka who we grew up watching, you know, idolizing and stuff like that, and just to see these stories and hear these stories about like stuff that they've done in their past is just like mind blowing. Yeah, I mean. It's one of those things where, like, I don't know, you learn stuff about your heroes. I remember watching, like, the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, and it's just, like, it was this sad, you know, like, his relationship with his kids and his wife. And then the Christian Watt thing is this, I don't know, it's, like, getting yeah, one I mean, of my heroes real easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, Ric Flair chose that life, like, chose to do that. Like, Benoit, like, the the murder stuff really like it came from all those years like all those headshots and like the diving headbutts like the dementia and like just what his brain was like had gone through with all the concussions but flair I mean, like they'd be, be fair to like dynamite kid and like uh some of those, they didn't kill their whole family <laughs> you know no but they didn't but yeah. you look at when dynamite kid and harley race were wrestling though like how often did they take a chair shot to the head yeah. Whereas you look, no, you look at Ben Juan, it's probably took a lot. So, yeah, it's like every other week they're hitting someone in the head with a damn chair. So. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, I got to seeing people with like Mick Foley, um, The Rock, actually, Stone Cold. They took a lot of headshots, so they all seem to be doing like okay. I'm not saying like it, it isn't. I'm just yeah. saying like. It might be a mixture of like, you know, a little bit of everything, the drugs, the oh, I'm sure. the aggression. The aggression like like uh I never like wrestled professionally or nothing like that, but uh I'm pretty sure like it was anything like when you exercise, lift weights, doing kinda like kickboxing or anything like that. Like you get when you're in that, that mind state you kinda get aggressive. Uh yeah, so there's probably a lot of testosterone and stuff too. Yeah, this is crazy. So, but um, yeah. So we are. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with the uh, trivia for this week, and then we'll jump into the uh, week three fantasy draft. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey, Russell Gooden Podcast. Are you a fan of old school WWF, but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Lil Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. 
And we're back. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we already announced the giveaway for the Billy Kay figure. Um, well, one more time with that. Um, just to kind of plug that some more. The uh, Pretty much the, the details and stipulations for this is you must be following at Pod on Twitter. Um, you need to retweet the pin post. With the answer and the hashtag iconic giveaway, and it's got to be iconic with two eyes. So if you spell iconic with one eye, I'm gonna you're not you. getting that. You getting judged? You ain't getting that. You getting you're judged? Getting hardcore. Jesus is gonna judge you too. So, yeah. Uh, but the question that you need to answer is: When was the last televised match the Iconics had, and who were their opponents? So just tweet the answer, retweet the pin post with the answer and the hashtag iconic giveaway for that. Um, let's jump into last week's trivia question. Um, and that question was, what was the exact date that Steven Regal began using the name William Regal in the WWE? So if you knew the answer, September 18th, 2000. Uh, go ahead and give yourself that good old Harry Horowitz pat on the back because you are correct. And then so, kick yourself uh, in the head for, <laughs> for knowing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't. Easy questions like who did Hulk Hogan defeat at WrestleMania 3? Like, oh, uh, me, me and Garrett have a trivia question. <laughs> 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 you remember our trivia? You remember that trivia question, Gary? Oh God, no! I really don't. I'm sure once you say it, I'll die. <laughs> the uh, where did Vince McMahon go to college? <laughs> oh, yes. There you go. That's a great trivia question. <laughs> it, was it Trump University? No. <laughs> Oh, no, no. Uh, I mean, maybe when, we'll... when you when you look it up, Chris, you're like, man, that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is it Harvard, Brown, Yale? No, no, no. no. Think, uh, college. Think, a, think a little bit more white trash than that. <laughs> a little more white trash than that. <laughs> and also, think North Carolina. <clears throat> Where do you go? Like freaking care? Like UNC? No. Or Duke? No. no. I said white trash. White trash. <laughs> white. Tr- <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I have. Um. It was ECU. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's actually. He's wow. actually. He's a- you know what Chris is saying right now? He's like, wow, damn, you guys are right. He is white trash. 
Oh my god. That explains so much. Well, I mean, I, I have to say, Carl, there, I'm really glad there's someone that the three of us all know that doesn't actually listen to the podcast because they may be offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> I basically just called them white trash, but okay. <laughs> I'm cool with yeah, it. Yeah, and I bet you they end up listening. The, the one week that they decide, hey, I'm going to listen to you know, Chris Garrett and Carl on this podcast this week. And, yeah. There's <laughs> fucking we, we bastards call calling me white trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Lord. But, uh, this week's trivia question. Um, on the May 7th, 1986 episode of Tuesday Night Titans, Mr. Fuji and Don Morocco premiered a new soap opera, soap opera segment called Blink. Uh, the answer is, uh, there's no Hulkamaniacs here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even hot. It's not hot. Why is it not hot? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but if you think you know the answer, uh, go ahead and drop the answer on any social media post promoting this episode, or you can email us at askrussellgeddon at gmail.com, and then we'll, we'll give you that answer next week. So. Hey, Gary, you did know uh, that's how Hulk Hogan finds out his wife was cheating on him, too, right? Yeah, I'm sure. He <laughs> found some cum down in her pussy and was like, what is this not hot? It's not hot. There's no Hulkamaniac in here. <laughs> no, it's it's the other way around. There's been Hulkamaniacs in here. <laughs> Oh, They've been running wild. <laughs> They've been running wild all Every single you. one of them. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man, that's rough. <laughs> all right, so let's, uh, let's get into our uh, week three fantasy drafts. Um, so, as usual, uh, pretty much Garrett and I, three weeks ago, drafted our fantasy rosters from the... Uh, <laughs> the then current WWE NXT roster, um, NWA and AEW to pretty much form our fantasy Raw and SmackDown shows. So um, this week I've got my first match, Zicky Dice taking on Trevor Murdoch with Zicky Dice picking up the win. And my first match is Drew Gabagulak versus Shelton Benjamin. With Shelton Benjamin picking up the win. Who do you think I went with that on that one? Oh, I know you went with me, buddy. Yeah, that's right. You, I, I, you know what's sad? You know what's sad? <laughs> I told Chris when I sent him this, I said, yeah, that, that's a that's a Carl Crossland match right there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, anything that's got Shelton Benjamin in it, he's going to pick it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Uh, my next matchup um, is a triple threat match featuring um, members of tag teams um, who will be facing each other in the uh, finals of the tag team tournament. Uh, 
And those are um, Hawkins taking on Anderson, taking on Phoenix, and with uh, Phoenix picking up the win. And my second match is uh, who are going to who are going to be my number one contenders at the pay per view for the tag team championships, and they are the it was the match was the Bucks versus uh, Sammy Guevara and. Tyler Breeze with Sammy and Breeze picking up the win to be number one contenders. And, and I went with Garrett on this one as well. Oh, uh, yeah. I love me some Sammy Guevara. <laughs> you like it's just Tyler it's Breeze. that tag team of Sammy and Tyler Breeze. Like I'm really loving that too. Yeah, right. Know? I'm yeah. saying the Spanish God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next match for me was a women's single match. Uh, Mia Yim taking on Asuka with Asuka picking up the win. And my match three is a rematch from week one, which is Ziggler versus the Dream because the Dream says, how can you win this battle royal and not face me? I beat you week one. And Ziggler goes, fuck you, bitch. I win. Ziggler wins. <laughs> and I went with Chris on this one. Everybody loves watching Asian women fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay uh, my next match was a tag team match pitting members of the undisputed era Kyle Fish or not Kyle, Kyle Fish, Fish Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly uh, taking on the revival with Fish and O'Reilly picking up the win alright and my match four is was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins picked up the win and with a little help from some people that you'll find out next week at the pay-per-view. Ooh. Better not be the dark order. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went with uh, I went with uh, Chris on this one. All right. Um, All right. And uh my next match was another triple threat match featuring the rest of the tag team number one contenders um, or the other half of those teams. Uh, so we had Ryder taking on Pentagon uh, versus Luke Gallows with Gallows picking up the win. And my match five is, was a women's singles match. And the winner of this will be the number one contender and it is between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair with Becky picking up the win. I appreciate you going with Becky over uh, Bianca, but I went with Chris on this one. Yeah, no, because you don't like Bianca. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> All right. And the uh, finals, one of the two final matches for my WWE title tournament, uh, we saw Adam Cole take on The Fiend, with The Fiend picking up the win. And then my match six was number one contender for the Universal title, and it was Roderick Strong versus Kenny Omega, with Kenny Omega picking up the win. Um, so I had a real tough time with this uh, decision. Um, and the problem I have is, is like the fiend, or is he still like killing people? Because it's like, man, you give him Adam Cole, and <laughs> like, damn it. So I went with I went with Garrett on this one. Uh, 
Because <laughs> I like both matches. Um, and, you know, uh, I have I, a hard on for Omega. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I know I know Carl I know Carl saw these main events and creamed himself a little, so I think I think Carl's related to Dave Meltzer. Was <laughs> that Dave Meltzer? Was that a five star match? Yeah. <laughs> Dave Meltzer. Oh Kenny Omega's in that match? Five star. Kenny Omega versus Marco? Five star match. Book it. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus a blow up now? Five stars. <laughs> Hey, hey, that match is pretty good. <laughs> Which is hilarious. <laughs> hey, Kenny Omega versus that little girl is a good match, too. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Matter of fact, ten stars because I hate kids. <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> And my final uh, WWE title tournament match, uh, Finn Balor versus Randy Macho Man Savage. Finn picking up the win. So a pay-per-view, we'll see Finn Balor versus The Fiend for the WWE title. Ooh. And my main event of the night was champion versus champion with Nick Aldis taking on Hangman Adam Page with Nick Aldis picking up the win. And um, I went with... Uh, this is another hard decision. Uh, especially because fucking Macho Man Randy Savage lost. It's like, God damn it, Chris. Why did you do that? <laughs> um, There's a plan. There's a plan. Garrett, Garrett definitely... <laughs> Garrett definitely would have won this if... He would have made it title versus title. Oh, you know? Oh, God. You can't have two champions mm. go against each other and not make it title versus title. Oh, my God. Uh, and so I went with uh, Chris on <laughs> on this one, giving him the victory for the week. Nice. What? 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 So what's what? Two, Two to one? one. And so far, uh, it's been pretty fucking close, man. Yeah, not, like, been... y'all... I'm yeah, making it hard, hard on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Garrett, Garrett, right, Garrett won like ahead of time last week, but I mean, it was still 4-3, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. And uh, next week will be our week four fantasy booking, which will actually be our pay-per-view. Um, so it'll be five matches for each each brand, which will make up the, the total pay-per-view. So it'll be 10 uh, total for that. So, yep. Uh, pretty solid. Um, of course, a little preview. Uh, mine will feature the title tournament finales or final matches for the U.S. title. Uh, the U.S. title. Yeah, U.S. title, uh, tag team titles, and the WWE title. And we will crown the first women's champion um, in the fantasy booking in a ladder match. Nice. So, it's going to be Awesome. So, so here's a here's a question for both of you that gets off topic and makes the podcast go long. Um, but uh, what do you think is more telling of a pay per view? The actual buys, so like you know, a lot of companies base it off of like how much like the pay per view actually sold, or you go off of specifically like the review of the 
of the show, like the results. And stuff. I think they look at the the buy rate more than they do like the the reviews, because like it's like a review is just like all pure opinion. Yeah. So like I could like say like like Garrett's like we use that um, Omega versus well what'd you do Omega and um, Roddy Roddy like. That that to me, it could be like a really good match, or like I could think it was like a really awesome matchup. Be like you know Meltzer five stars, whatever, and then like somebody else like oh that match was terrible. Like it, it's all subject to opinion. Where as buy rates, like it's not it's not a matter of opinion. It's a matter it's a fact. Like this pay per view outsold last month's pay per view. Yeah, but if you think but about then you it, have to look at the why. But, so. th- but then if you think about it, though, like, Vibrate also goes off of, like, the card before, it, or, like, the, before, like, people buy the pay-per-view before they even see it. You get what I'm saying? So, it's like, yeah, it's not like movies where, like, you know what I'm saying, people are, like, keep going back to the same movie or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, well, people were interested before yeah, the I mean, show took place, but. It could have been a crappy match, you know. Yeah, but I mean, you can't, you can't really deem it as a, a success or a failure, though, based on like just opinion of how the matches went down. Like the buy rate itself, like if the buy rate is high, like the matches could suck. Like they could all look good on paper, then we actually have the pay per view could suck, mm-hmm. but they could still consider it a success because of how much it actually sold, like pay per view revenue, ticket sales, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like was a super showdown. Like that, those events suck every time they yeah, have. Yeah, but they they well, still, still watch, it. watch it on yeah. the network, or you probably buy it. Yep. Still, so. yeah. all right. And I got okay. I got one more question for y'all since people haven't been calling in. Uh, I don't know, don't know why they haven't been calling in, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all watching Tiger King because they, they found other stuff to They're trying to figure time, out. But... <laughs> fucking Carol Baskins did it. She fucking. So, did uh, it. what was the what was the better feud, uh, Stone Cold Brock or Hogan uh, Savage? Oh, well, I mean, I, that that's see, tough. I don't know that I can answer that question. Why is that, Garrett? Well, uh, I mean, so so the little little thing I should tell you about me. Is so when I, for me to answer that question, I couldn't say, I, I couldn't say Hogan Savage. It could have been better, but for me, I didn't grow up watching it. So how can I give my opinion on something I didn't personally watch growing up? I feel like that's wrong. Oh, that's so my answer is going to be Stone Cold The Rock. But my perfect, my perfect example, my perfect example to that is. When people always say to me that, like, for instance, like Muhammad Ali is the best boxer of all time. I don't know that. I can know what his career accomplishments are. I can know what people have told me. But I didn't grow up watching Muhammad Ali. For me, I grew up watching Floyd Mayweather. So to me, Floyd Mayweather is the best boxer because that's who I grew up watching. That's whose fights I've seen. So to me, that's my answer. So that's just how I go about it. If I didn't grow up watching it, I can't give you 
a an answer based off something I didn't witness myself. Not saying I couldn't go back and watch all the Hogan shit and Macho Man on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine, but I'm not. Well, you should. We did not get paid for that plug. Hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but it's tough for me because i i've seen both like as as i know you have too carl Mm -hmm. because we're you know around the same age you know i remember seeing you know that whole thing unfold on saturday night's main event i remember the the match with hogan and savage with uh which was supposed to be mike tyson as a special guest referee but you know the whole rape scandal came out Mm -hmm. that we got james buster douglas I remember seeing all this stuff and like having it unfold and the same with rock and Austin uh, to me, like I, there's really not a choice between the two of them. Like they're, they're both like, as far as like all time greatest feuds are definitely like top five. Yeah. But if I absolutely had to pick one, I mean, as a kid seeing like Hogan and Savage come together, as a tag team, you know, like you know that whole like iconic handshake mm-hmm. with like I don't know if I should trust you type of thing, but you know we got this common enemy, let's do it. And then like just seeing the whole thing explode around like Savage's paranoia over Elizabeth mm-hmm. and just like that whole thing. Like to me as a kid, that was like oh my god, like this is awesome. Yeah. Like I can't believe that just happened. Like these guys, they're so great as a team. That's like boom, they just exploded. And we're, you know, a teenager watching Austin and Rock. It's like, you know, these matches are really entertaining. You have, like, you know, the corporate champion and the Rock, you know, versus, you know, Steve Austin, you know, the anti-corporate guy going at it. And, you know, it's that same kind of thing. But as a kid, it's a little more impactful. Yep, yep, yep. So definitely uh, check the septic tank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um let's see. I don't, I don't have anything else this week. Um that was that's pretty much all I had. But those are some pretty pretty thought provoking questions yeah. here, Carl. Have you say uh Kind most of been, sad episode. Must have been very bored at work tonight. That's why y'all... Uh, <laughs> actually, no, it was exciting at work tonight. Um, but uh, that's why y'all pay me the big bucks, man. thousand bucks to do this every week, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Really awesome. don't, be, don't be telling people that, man. Oh, yeah. And we got yeah. people that are trying to get booked on our podcast, and we can't pay them <laughs> because we're paying you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I forgot you was only paying Garrett five, so... <laughs> <laughs> not five hundred five dollars <laughs> uh, <man. laughs> maybe you can uh, sell some more commercials <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh great <laughs> oh man I am picking theme of the week this week I'm not telling you guys what it is. You'll have to wait. Oh, man. You're going to make us listen to the podcast? Ugh. <laughs> just listen to it anyways. I mean. 
Like all the three of us, I'm the one who actually doesn't go back and listen to it because I have to edit it. So. <laughs> oh man, I go back and listen to it like 20 times. <laughs> that's why that, <laughs> that's why your beards keep growing up. <laughs> that narcissist. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you're starting to take notes, man. That was funny. Want to like go in more on that next week? And man. I'm seeing you sitting over there like, hey, babe, did you hear me on this? <laughs> Wouldn't that sound awesome this week? <laughs> oh, Lord. I <laughs> know. Uh, um, last week kind of pissed me off about me like coming in and out. I was just like, damn it. Like, I kind of like, uh, fucked up the podcast a little bit. Oh, we had fun with it, though. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, Jesus, Jesus is, is back. back. <laughs> He's gracing us with his presence. Especially... Especially being the episode before Easter. <laughs> <laughs> better, so. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So that's going to um, put an end to a, a very somber wrestling week for us um, with all the releases like we talked about earlier. And, of course, the, uh, the passing of Howard Finkel. Um, rest in peace, Fink. And yeah, so that that's all I've got. And well, and also wonder to the Billy K giveaway next week. Remember, you need to tweet your answer. Uh, retweet the pin post with your answer. Um, using the hashtag iconic giveaway with two eyes. Again, I cannot stress that enough. Two eyes if you want to be entered, and you must be following. At WrestleGeddon Pod on Twitter, if you want to be eligible to win that, I will be checking if you are following us. So, yeah. Yep. Don't do it like Star Michael. Um, two, uh, one and a half eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shawn Michaels, Ricky Morton. <laughs> Not Ricky Morton, Doug, Doug Gibson. Robert, Robert Gibson. Gibson. Robert Gibson. Yeah. I said Doug Gibson. <laughs> Robert Gibson. Robert Gibson. Yeah. Trying to remember who who's Doug Gibson. Who's Doug Gibson? We shouldn't say Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Debbie. Doug Gibson is somebody famous though. Is that the dude that does the guitars? I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> oh man. So all right. Um, we're gonna hit y'all with that theme of the week, uh, which. Again, I'm not announcing. Y'all just have to wait to the end of the episode to hear. And on that note, um, again, make sure you follow us on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds, Twitter, WrestleGettingPod with one D, Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod, and you can email um, any questions, comments, or concerns, any feedback on the episode, uh, what you like, what you don't like, uh, what you want to hear us talk about more. Um, any of that aspect to ask WrestleGeddon at gmail.com. And again, this has been episode 38 of the WrestleGeddon podcast. I am Chris the Heat Matthews. And for Garrett G Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus himself, Carl Crossland, thank you all so much for listening. Later, Marks. Oh, I love this song, Chris. I'm glad you picked it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
picked it just for you. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like, I love my sister in her SUV. <laughs> Hey, it'd be like, hey, boy, I like country music. I like country girls. I like Willie Nelson. Gonna be the, Let's not forget about my... It'll be the, uh, the West, Tex- West Texas only... Rednecks practice. Yeah, right. dang it. There you go. And I'm only one thing that I hate. Because it's a bunch of crap. I, I hate crap. <laughs> oh, God.